Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I had myself, uh, well, the evening started off great. And, uh, and then I just pulled a boner of a move. So on my street, uh, I usually in the afternoon, when I come home from grocery shopping, will leave the car out in the street. Because then Maria gets home. And she pulls up first. And then later, when I'm out putting out garbage or doing stuff outside in the evening, I'll just bring up my car so that in the morning I can get out. And uh, so somebody happened to be parking in my spot across the street. So I had to park down a little bit from okay. them. Yep. And uh, so then after dinner, the lovely Maria says, uh, oh, can you go get gas? Uh, can you put gas in uh, in uh in my car. Right, she, she doesn't pump, right? She doesn't go anywhere, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She gets in the car, goes to work, comes home, never leaves the house. I don't know what's going on. Anyhow, yeah, I said, yeah, no problem. So I go and I hop in her car and I back up. Now I get this big hedge down the side. And I had all my garbage put out on the other side. So I'm very aware of not catching the garbage with the like the corner of the car. Yes. And I'm always very leery of that hedge because it seems like every time I'm pulling out, somebody's walking their damn dog. <laughs> so I'm very cautious, backing up, backing up, backing up. So there I am, backing up, backing up. Get out of the driveway and then, bang! I backed right into my own car. Oh, my God. And dented the crap out of the driveway. Are you door. serious? Oh, I was some pimp. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's this old guy who rides. So was it right. going really slow, or were you? Oh, it's a, a good bit dent. of a bit of a Ricky Bobby on the way out there. It's, it's, a, it's enough of a dent. Oh no! So I uh, at least the door opens. So and, he, and damage to the other car too. Ah, uh, just a little scrape on the bumper. Like All right. Some of the paint from the uh, gotcha. my car on Maria's car. So just as I do it, of course, I'm furious with myself. And then this old dude Uh-oh. who's always riding his bike around, well, his electric bike, as he collects everybody's recycling, he happened to see it. Now, I talk to him quite a bit. He's a nice, nice man. But he sees me, so I immediately stop, throw Maria's car into park, get out to take a look. He's riding his bike down the street. I give him a look like, don't open your mouth, don't come near me, I'll kill you, old man. I'll take one of those bottles you took out of my recycling, and I'll slit your throat with it. Oh, so I don't know. It's, you know, the car's almost 20 years old for crying. It is what it is. What are you going to do? I mean, maybe I'll just pop a screwdriver and try to pull the damn dent out. That was always the trick when I was a kid. My dad will never notice I dented the door. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would try, uh, you know what? A suction cup would probably do just as much. It might work. My pal Jeffy's done that with mine before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'll go see Jeffy. Yeah. Well, there's like a collision repair center next door, but he went over and borrowed their suction cup and just yanked it out. Oh, did he? Yeah. And you had a pretty big dent, too? Uh, yeah, I had a pretty yeah. good one. And if it's right in the middle of the panel, yeah. it's actually probably better. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, usually, yeah, they can just suck that right out. All right. It's, it's not not too bad. As if it's, it's all cracked in, in there. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. going to be a problem. I saw once, too, that, uh, you know, those memes that happened, the little videos, that, you know, if you pour hot water onto it, it almost, like, expands out itself. Again. Oh, really? Right, but... I mean, I'll go see Jeffy for you to singe the paint off the side <laughs> of my car. <laughs> so now my car that was valued at about $450 is down to about a, a 75 bucks. Boy, we love our emojis. There was a huge study done on the emojis we like the most and the ones we don't like. 
And the ones we love the most when it comes to emoji are the face blow and a kiss, the smiling face with the hearts, and the smiling face with the hard eyes. Wow, really? This is shocking. The ones we don't like, the pile of poo, <laughs> <laughs> the yellow angry face, and the eggplant. I would have thought like the thumbs up would have been the universal hmm. Like most liked emoji or most used, maybe. There's a Jimmy Fallon who just had a funny line. Where it was, the thumbs up is the indicator that a text conversation is done. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I tend to use that all the time now. Yeah. Right? Like Because it, it gets annoying when it's like, okay, <laughs> all right, thank you, thank yeah. you. It's like, all right, just thumbs up. Done. And it becomes sometimes a one-upmanship. You know, you yes. say something funny, somebody else has got to top that. Right. So uh I would suggest never mix the pile of poo and the eggplant that you're sending a dirty, <laughs> dirty message. That's right. You don't want that trouble. <laughs> um, a lot of couples uh, use it during dating and flirting. You know, it's you see, it's so much easier. There's not not as much risk when you send a smiley face with a heart or a kiss than you actually saying those three words. Oh, right, right. You can kind of indicate, hey, I really dig you. Yes. But I'm not having to throw that L bomb out there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I guess so. And and also it adds context Mm -hmm. to text, right? Yeah. You know, you can say some of the craziest crap and then put a big smiley face. That's right. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I would suggest, too, that if you ever did drop the I love you bomb and she sent back the pile of poo, you're in trouble. (laughs) Question being thrown around since the Queen's death is um, how long... Have you been willing, or would you be willing, to line up for something? Certainly saw uh, David Beckham waiting 13 hours, even refusing to go through the VIP. He right. Said, no, yeah. I'll, I'll line up with everybody well, else. And his his reasoning seemed really cool too. He said that this is a, a communal mm-hmm. event. It's, it's being part of a of a communal morning, and he wanted to be part of the community uh, for it. And so the. He said it's been quite an enjoyable experience having sandwiches and tea and coffee in, in, in line and just sharing stories with people as they made their way through. Somebody screaming Arsenal at him for 13 hours. <laughs> right. Where was Victoria? You can see her lying up for <laughs> the VIP side. Yeah, certainly she was. Um, so how long have you uh, lined up for something? How, how long are you willing to line up for something? People say uh, at the most two hours, and it better be a, a really good deal, say if they're shopping, right. something like that. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I really lined up for anything. I think, like, really, like, for a long, long extended period of time, might have been, like, when uh, tickets went on sale with Bass, best available seating service before Ticketmaster. Right, yeah. I think I sat outside overnight, like, for Phil Collins tickets or something <laughs> back in the 80s. Overnight? Did you do it overnight? Yeah, yeah because they, they were only sold at, like, a Becker's or one of those types of Max right. Milk's. Or yeah. Whatever. And so it seems so weird now. They should be have to line up to get a wristband first to right. go line up to get the tickets. I think, oh, well, in Bramley, there was a Bramley City Center, and I think there was a, a Bass outlet like in the Simpsons or Sears. These are all stores, kids, that once yeah. existed. <laughs> uh, Bass is gone, and so is Simpsons. Um, and then, yeah, and then there was the odd Max Milk or Becker's or something had them. And I remember lining up uh, down this street and, like, calling a radio station, you know, and being that annoying guy, thinking, hey, we're lining up for Bill Collins tickets. Can you say hi and play a song? And I'm sure the announcer was... Uh, Telling me to go f myself <laughs> without actually saying it, but uh, yeah, what was the longest thing you think you've ever lined up for? Uh, I've never done an overnight. 
Um, I, I don't think I've ever done it overnight. I don't remember doing that. I, I know I lined up uh, early, early morning uh, for a Boxing Day sale mm. once uh, to get the new Xbox. Did you get it? I did. I got it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be one of like the first ten or fifteen to guarantee your your spot kind of thing. Right. Um, and beyond that, I think travel related. You know, I, I guess some people will say the emergency room these days. Oh, sure. Um, it doesn't really feel like a line necessarily, but you are waiting. You're sitting there, yeah. It's like um, at the airport, right? You're, you're waiting for flights. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like waiting for either, you know, getting checked in or, you know, sometimes the line when you go to customs. Yeah. It seems seriously long. It doesn't really feel like, yeah, what are you doing? You're going on vacation. So like, mm-hmm. you, you take it. Line, I remember cruise ships. And you got like 5,000 people getting on that boat, right. and everyone's lined up to get on at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it it gets pretty ridiculous. That's probably the longest, like, real line I remember seeing. Amusement parks can get bad, but it was, yeah. that's usually probably about 45 minutes to an hour. A police lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Been in a few of those for a, quite a while. Well, I got to get me one of these new Leaf jerseys with this uh, this guy, Milk, on the... Uh, <laughs> Because this guy, never in the history of the NHL, from what I understand, has a guy been so good that he gets his name on the front of the jersey and every player will wear his knee, his name. This guy's got to be. And he only goes, like, he's like Cher. He just goes by the name Milk. Right. What yeah. name? Yeah. What's, what's the story on this guy? <laughs> he's uh, He gives 2% effort <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Put them put double what the Leafs normally do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're, I guess, one of the first teams, or are they the first team to put a uh, an advertisement on a jersey? No, not at all. They're going oh. all around this year. Oh, oh really? across the NHL. Uh, all right. Yeah, the Canadians as well. This, now, and this is the extension, right? We saw advertisements going on the helmets last year. I believe the Leafs had TikTok on their helmets right. last year. Um, and, uh, and, and now on to the jersey. Pretty sure Scotiabank will have something on there too very soon. It's not to the level of European hockey where it's sure. all down the pants, the socks, right yep. everywhere. But this is the new realm. I mean, Nathan McKinnon is about to sign a contract apparently that makes him the highest paid player in eight years, a hundred million dollars, wow. um, which pales in comparison to some other contracts in other sports. Twelve point six a year. You get guys in baseball making fifty and, and hmm. football and such, but. Nevertheless, uh, you know, it's uh, it's where the sport is going. And so with it comes uh, the ways to find other revenue streams. And, yep. you know, honestly, it's, it's a dairy farmers of Ontario. It's a small patch on the corner. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Well, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment need the money. They're struggling. Yeah, that's, that's now, right. If other teams across the league are going to uh, wear advertising, I guess like, the Vegas Golden Knights would have the Bunny Ranch. Right, could um, be. Philadelphia Flyers will have the Philly Cheesesteak. Yeah. And uh, Montreal Canadiens will have uh, Du Maurier and Brador. Like I, <laughs> I was about to say, like, where where would the limit be? I guess they're not going to have you know alcohol or or you know cigarettes on there. No, certainly not cigarettes. But no. why why couldn't Coors Light put their label on it? Yeah. Why couldn't why couldn't they? It's on the boards, isn't it? Especially in, you know, the Avalanche in Colorado and Denver. Yeah, for sure. No, exactly. I mean, Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should. That would be great. That would be great. You know, there's going to be some betting somewhere. The yeah. Logos as well. That would be great. Pornhub went to them and just said, here's a blank check. We dare you. We flippin' dare you. Just write a number on there. You tell us how much. We'll pay it.
That would be great. <laughs> you could have um, you could have uh, doctors, you know, uh, specialists uh, across the bum of the pants uh, get your colonoscopy. There you go. You know, that, oh, there's a lot of things you can do. If you were planning on making your NyQuil chicken uh, for dinner this evening, uh, you best just not, because doctors say it's uh, no good for you. Do you remember what? early days of COVID? I remember us talking about this. It was one of those TikTok health trends. Right. They called it the sleepy chicken challenge, where people were uh, boiling chicken in NyQuil. Some claimed it could cure the cold or COVID at the time. Well, the Health Canada and other experts uh, say boiling medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in unpredictable ways. And even if you don't eat it, simply cooking it can wreak havoc on your lungs because you're inhaling the vapors. So Lovely. Yes. NyQuil chicken, not on the not on the table tonight. <laughs> good, good to know. Oh, yeah. I, I had a couple of... Uh, How sleepy would you be after NyQuil turkey, though? <laughs> oh, for my, like a coma. Yeah, they call it the coma turkey. I uh, what I was planning on doing was uh, when I get home today, I was going to leave the chicken out on the counter all day, right? To let it get the salmonella just oh, seeping into it, and then the Nyquil, of course, would get rid of that. I mean, I love chicken, but the hum of your like green bin recycling after after you trim chicken and Ooh. leave it there for if you if you've left that bag out for a day, it's gross. Oh man, it is so gross. I remember uh, once, uh, and this is always a. Uh, a good sign that something's not good for you. I remember going to the grocery store and buying a packet of, like, four chicken breasts and bringing it home and opening it up, and the stink that came out from underneath that right, plastic. yeah. That chicken had gone foul. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and that's why I am grateful for the uh, the wet garbage recycling now. It used to drive me crazy because that, that container gets so gross and I'm constantly cleaning it. But... Um, Boy, it really has served my garage well because now, in the dead of summer, it doesn't stink and it doesn't uh, look like a um, a um, a what were those little bug mag a maggot oh, farm? Oh, right, yes. Oh God, because when you used to just throw everything into the same garbage, you'd go to close that bag to throw it out on garbage day, and the bag would literally be moving. Right, and you'd be like, "What's going on?" And you'd look closer, and it would just be swarming in maggots. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Although, where's the freedom convoy for the uh, for the garbage? Yeah, because like there's a mandate that they, they just they've got us doing everything. We're separating oh, yeah. cans from cardboard, from paper. We're separating wet from dry. Some are in clear bags and places. Mm -hmm. Like it is crazy. The, what the changes that have come from just at one point everything used to go into a black bag yep. out of the end of the driveway, and that was it. Oh, yeah. Slowly they've taken away our freedom. It's true. You're right. F. Trudeau on that, I say. It's his fault. If he'd spend a little more time working on freedom and less time singing, we'd all be better. <laughs> Sing Freebird next time, damn it. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.